I'm recording. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> Here hey we guys. Are. Welcome <laughs> to Winging It, the West Wing podcast. My name is Andrea. And I'm Sally. <laughs> and today we are going to talk about season six, episode 21 Things <laughs> Fall Apart. Yes. And it's not autobiographical, but it's pretty it's pretty close because I think <laughs> there are well a lot be. of Yeah, it may as well be. There are a lot of things that had us probably fallen out in this episode. So yeah. um let's sing and then let's yeah. get down to it. <clears throat> okay. You ready? <clears throat> yep. Okay. I'm, you can't see yeah, it, but I'm no, stretching out oh. right now. Oh, so, oh, sorry. I don't. I don't normally stretch, but it was. I was. I'm ready to sing with such gusto that I figured I might want to like do a neck roll or something. Okay. <clears throat> da. Da, da, da. Wow. Da, da, da. That was not a good one, but... I suppose we're ready. No. <laughs> it was like Peter Brady. The episode is called Things Fall Apart, so... Things Fall Apart, so... It works. Just ex- expect this episode to get pro- progressively worse. Um, <laughs> no, it's all downhill from here in a good way. <laughs> Isn't yeah. it, I swear people use that expression two different ways, don't they? Oh, definitely. That's confusing. It's all if downhill. I were to... Yeah, because yeah. it's like, it's either, you're either saying it's, it's all downhill as in it all gets worse, or it's all downhill as in it all gets easier. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're pushing a, an oven in a direction, going downhill would be better, because it'd be easier. Yeah. It right. doesn't mean it's going to be bad, but I mean, I suppose if you're pushing an oven, that's bad to begin with. Um, yeah. So, but like anyway. But go downhill, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> things fall apart. See, we told you, it's already happening. Um, yeah. Let's, let's do a TikTok. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. All right. There's a lot going on. So, what well, is there? What's happening in this episode, Sally? Well, the Republican convention is happening, and we're mm-hmm. getting ready for the Democratic convention, and mm-hmm. everyone is fighting like little babies, and there's <laughs> a lot going around with that. Apparently, Hoynes is still in the election, um, so there's just a lot of bickering happening, and a lot. there's just a lot going on there. And then, also... In the International mm-hmm. Space Station, there are some astronauts stuck up uh, there, and there's an oxygen leak of some sort, and they need to rescue them, and we can't rescue them, and it's going to be three weeks, and then they're going to die, and et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> I mean, we all know where this is going, I think. <laughs> oh. I mean, oh. most if you've already seen it, you know where this is going. But they are trying to figure out how to fix that, and, you know, things happen after that. <laughs> so That is uh, so we're gonna good. We're about that. Charlie and Zoe are bow, a thing bow, again. Bow, bow. So that's also happening. Those are really the main things, and then just little things that come off of that. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and and Santos is offered uh, to be Russell's VP. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Minor detail. Yes. Yeah, that's a thing. That's so, happening. will they, won't they? We've got a couple of those. <laughs> um, where to begin? Mm. Let's, let's start with a little Char- Charles Young. That young Charles. <laughs> yeah. Who does have Zoe. a mustache. 
<laughs> it's true. Um, yes. I don't know how I feel about it, but I like it just... better in this episode. I don't know if this is the the lighting. The lighting in this episode's a little better, and you can see it's like a full. It's like a goatee situation too. Mm-hmm. Like it goes all the way down and around, and I I I like it. I'm on board. Yeah, it's it's Check. definitely better than the last episode. It's so funny to think of think back to his first episode. When he's like, does this feeling ever go away or whatever? And he looks so young and now he's like, he's a grown-A man right yeah. there. Yeah. He um, looks so young in his, in when, his first episode. Ugh. I know, little baby Charlie. When yep. When's the last time that we saw Charlie and Zoe together? What was the last oh, status? I mean, forever. It's uh, been a I mean, long since, time. Since Jean-Paul? I mean, right, what? I think so. I really think so. So, like, the end of season four, beginning of season five? The whole Charlie and Zoe thing is super inconsistent. I mean, there are a lot of relationships that are super inconsistent. I I, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Lori shows up right now. She's like, Sam, (laughs) I want to be with you. Oh, wait, Sam, you're not even here. And they'd be like, well, it's the West Wing. So, (laughs) Um, also, congratulations to Dule Hill, who's engaged IRL yeah. in real life oh, to that yay. beautiful Jasmine. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Oh, Very breaking exciting. hearts. They're they're kind of like I just so, love watching them. This is so, I know this isn't creepy, but I just they're so cute. I hate to be like gushy about that, but they are just the most adorable. If you guys aren't are. following Dule on Instagram and Snapchat and stuff, you should be because um, mm-hmm. he's delightful, and they are just the cutest so congratulations yay congrats if it had to be someone other than me i'm so glad it was jasmine <laughs> and Dulé will be looking for important. our invitations shortly yes I would like a plus just... one but it's not necessary can i be your plus one <laughs> yeah we could be each other's plus ones that would work you, we could tap dance at the reception we don't have to eat any food or anything we can just stand oh, inside that's so... and take up very little space <laughs> I probably know people that will go to that wedding. That's the weird thing. Also, you oh. know the whole like the whole cast will go probably. <gasps> oh my gosh, I can't even think about it. <laughs> that would be so fun. Okay, well, yeah. Okay, back to the back to the show. Back to the the <laughs> fictional part of the show, uh, because we have a lot to cover. Um, yeah. First of all, so Charlie's like sneaking away from Zoe's room a little but late night. But not really. Like, he looks left and right once, and then he kind of just loiters in the hall a little bit. And it's like a very <laughs> brightly lit hall. Like, kind of tail it out of there, bud. <laughs> like, I but that also, was so why, weird. Is, why is her bedroom right there? Yeah. <laughs> like, is there not another hallway that she could be yeah, in? Yeah, whole mansion, know. and it's literally just this one hallway with all the rest, with all the restrooms, with all the bedrooms. <laughs> um, honestly, I was kind of surprised that Bartlett wasn't super mad, because, and I understand that yeah. Zoe's older now, and Charlie is like the perfect man, and and still <laughs> much better to her than she is to him. So, but yeah. even still, you've got that like. I'm the commander-in-chief, and he's a very devout Catholic, and so there's a lot of reasons why he could be, like, hopping mad, but he wasn't, really. Right. I thought it was surprising. Yeah, I don't... I, I agree. I thought the interaction was not... I don't know. Because I, I, I don't know how he would react, really, but I would imagine it would be a little more angrily. But I, I agree. It was an awkward situation. He wanted to pretend like it didn't happen, which is clearly not going to work. Like, he's smarter than that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, clandestine but, is a non-starter around here. 
so sad. Yeah. Later on in the episode, when we have this, this follow-up conversation, was yeah. also really yeah, enjoyable. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say too. <laughs> um, Keep going with it. Um, it that conversation. What? <laughs> yeah, all sorts is, of what. <laughs> like is he, I assume he's asking. Okay, I assume he is asking. What is he, he asking? I thought he was asking if he would have president's blessing to marry Zoe. Right. And I thought he was just clearly the not. President says, yeah, then the president says, oh, you want to make an honest woman out of her, which is slang for you want to marry her. Right. And he says, oh, no, we've been sleeping right. together so for a then, while. Right. So think, what was yeah, he originally what? going to ask? <laughs> like, I, I is it, think he, my thing is, is it just like, cool if I'm around more? understand what the phrase make an honest woman out of someone means because that means you want to marry them to make an honest right. woman out of them it's like you've been right. living in sin and you want to marry them so that then you know everything will be on the up and up or whatever it's just an old-fashioned yeah. term yeah so if that's what he's asking and then charlie says no then what were you asking for? so and and his no wasn't like oh he changed his mind and chickened out in the moment right. he could have played it like that and that would have made sense to me Yes. I'm, I'm not this is nitpicking but it still doesn't make sense because no he's like well you, you guys can't he, she can't move in with you you realize that and you can't move into the white house he's like uh yeah i've I kind of figured i can't move into the white house and that's when he's <laughs> like yeah like we've been sleeping we've been sleeping together for kind of a while i just thought that was yeah, hilarious what who Why says that tell him that <laughs> Even if even if your girlfriend's dad wasn't the president of the United States, you would never say it's that. It's still not a thing. You just flaunt. No, uh, no, no. Nope. Especially when you're trying to put that whole scene behind you, like, oh right. yeah, we kind of know what's going on, but we're not going to talk about it. And then Charlie just yeah. like calls it what it is. But no, for for yeah, comedy's sake, I thought, I thought was, it was. But great. I'm all on I'm all on board with the Charlie and Zoe thing. I like. I was when I when I'm during the conversation when I think he's asking for permission for his blessing, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Get married. And then, then I just get confused. I just pretend like the whole second half of that combo doesn't happen. Yeah. It's the part where I get confused. (laughs) It's very strange. So I'd be interested to see, to hear what, what the listeners think. I mean, he was trying to ask for her hand in marriage, right? For her blessing, his blessing to marry her. That's what I think. But he, but he said he wasn't. I know. I don't know. All right. I don't know. This is great. Somebody else is going to be like, uh, guys, it's so obvious. Haven't you read this footnote on this blog that clearly everyone (laughs) has reddited it a million times and tumbled? Um, No, I did Google it because I was like, maybe I'm just, I'm just, just insane, but I'm not. (laughs) Insane in the membrane. Um, I don't know. We'll, we'll leave it to the listeners to find out. Uh, Other things about Bartlett, because this has to do with him as well, but not with Zoe. I really liked, I know we've talked about it before, but I really liked that little plaque on Bartlett's desk that said, that says, oh Lord, your sea is so great and my boat is so small. There's something really comforting to me about a president who has that kind of mindset. I I have a... Super humbling. It's super like... Yes. Hey, I. This is a lot to handle. It just, yeah, I, it's it's comforting because you know he has humility. It seems like he has things in perspective. Yeah, I have like, a feeling President Trump does not have that on his desk. <laughs> no, just, I'm sure. Just he a does. tiny inkling of a hunch. I'm not sure. 
Um, oh. Also, shout out to Bartlett for continuing to say Santos. Yeah, um, you know, just sticking to that hardcore. I wonder if they even tried to correct it, like if they caught it while they were filming, and then they like couldn't get Martin Sheen to keep to say Santos. So then they yeah, just kind of kept it They're like, well, that's just how Bartlett says it. <laughs> yeah, or yeah, like or they missed it the first time or something, and then they just just made it into a thing, not a thing, but was just like, well, we'll just keep him saying that. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, uh, well. Anyway, uh, all right. Well, there's a lot of other stuff that's happening. Um, yeah. All inside the West Wing, really. Again, it's another. Which is nice. Yeah, it is nice. It's another episode where we're really back in the West Wing for most of it. And it is nice. It feels. I liked being out on the campaign trail and I like all the campaign storylines, but it's fun to be back in our familiar hallways and offices with all of our people. Speaking of all of our people. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't. Oh. I already talk know about, what you want to talk about right now. We gotta talk about NASA. To. I know. I don't want to talk about NASA. When I when I first heard the lines about the space station, I just had a no, no. reaction. Um, I did the exact same thing. As soon as it, yeah. Which, well, no, I, I think I saw it in like I was reading a description before I started watching. You know, like I read up on like trivia right. and like well you know yeah summaries whatever and as soon as mm-hmm. i saw it i was just like no i don't want to it, nope oh nope. I, I forgot that it was i forgot that it was part of uh season six i couldn't yeah, remember I exactly too. where it landed i always um, had it in my brain as season seven for whatever reason yeah the astronauts have three weeks left before <sighs> they run out of oxygen uh there's a there's a big hoopla because no one can get to them in time and then there's this whole thing about they're weaponizing space and so if we try to go get them, then the Russians and other world powers will know that we've been weaponizing space, even though they probably already know or whatever. Right. So, yeah. so I just, <laughs> I just hate it. I don't, I, feel I like I, we didn't talk about this beforehand, but I feel like I want to just go ahead and talk about where the storyline is going because I want to be able to talk about the beginning seedlings of it you know what i mean all right so all i right. know we don't well, need to do spoilers but i just spoiler alert. there's so much that bugs me about it in this episode so all right so earmuffs spoiler alert just i <laughs> yeah. mean if you really haven't seen the whole series then i'm sure don't listen to us just like go <laughs> yeah go seriously. keep watching because you only have one season left that's like what a weekend of yeah, doing nothing um yeah I, I don't know when we'll be unspoiled okay so let's talk yeah. let's just talk about it let's do it okay so obvious. So it's this big secret thing, and it gets at the end of the, this episode, it gets leaked to the press. And spoiler alert: later we find out that it is Toby who has leaked <laughs> the information. <laughs> Which I mean, I think it is a it's a universally hated storyline, right? Don't I have never Especially, met anybody that I don't. Is I like, don't want to yeah, meet anybody sense. who likes it. No, it just. <laughs> Ugh, I think it bugs me so much in this episode because they are so setting it up to be CJ. Of right? course, they even I mean she they even end so against it. Yes, she's so against it, and they even end the episode with a shot on her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. After Annabeth they're framing said it to be it, CJ, it must be somebody big. Yep. <sighs> mm-hmm. And it is, <sighs> but it's and not it the just, right one. 
No, and so that bu- it bugs me that this episode, they really, it really feels like they were foreshadowing, not foreshadowing, it feels like they were setting it up to be CJ. Because she is the one that is the focus of the storyline. She's finding out about this. Toby is the one that kind of, because even when Toby and, and CJ talk about it, Toby doesn't really confirm it. He just says that, like, his brother had sort of hinted at it. And he doesn't really know much more information from the what we gather from that conversation. Well, the only thing he said was, like, what did he say? Like, well, they didn't ask me what, or don't ask me what I would have done or something. It was yeah. just kind of like a throwaway line as he was leaving. Um, right. But I feel like they had to make it look like CJ or wouldn't, it would have been super obvious if they had said it's Toby, it's Toby. I mean, it's much more shocking when we realize it's Toby. And yeah. then we get the whole storyline of her having to defend herself. Like, no, really, it's not me. And... Yeah. I'm not I'm not defending it because I think it's horrible I and I want to know which writer we, came up with this <laughs> give me names liked, I wouldn't have liked the storyline if it was anybody in our senior staff group like if I would have been Annabeth, just as I'd upset okay. if it was C- yeah Annabeth would have been fine I would have been just as upset <laughs> if it was CJ or Charlie or Leo or anybody like that Any anybody right. in our inner circle I would have been annoyed with because I just don't I, buy it after six seasons that this is what they would choose to be disloyal about. You know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> it's it's a very peculiar thing to cherry pick because there are plenty yeah. of opportunities where people's lives are at stake. And for whatever, whatever reason, one reason or another, they can't do exactly what we think is the obvious right choice. And right. This has to do with just not even national security, international intergalactic security. Yeah. Um, uh, I, yeah, it's, I, it, it makes all of, it makes me so sad. I can't think about it really. Um, I agree. I hate, I, I hate that this is the reason we're seeing more Toby. how they set up this episode and because of how it looks like it's going to be CJ the whole time. And that drives me crazy. <sighs> well, okay. but that's, that makes it more dramatic, you know? Yeah, I guess it switch. does, but it also, it just makes me wonder if there was a time that they were considering it being CJ, or if there was a time they didn't know who it was going to be, or if from the very beginning they knew the storyline was coming, not the very beginning of the show, but when they but introduced the storyline, if they knew exactly what they were going to do with it, you know? But isn't this when, because wasn't Richard trying to leave toward the end of season six? Like... I thought that's what he said. I thought he was like starting talks of saying he wanted to leave, and they told mm-hmm. him like, okay, we they went on the writers' retreat and they came up with this idea and asked him if under any circumstances do you think Toby would have done this, and he was like, no, yeah. there's like absolutely yeah. no way. Um, yeah. So I I, I wonder if they folded that into him wanting to leave. Um, Maybe so, but what a sucky thing to do. Okay, right, you like, leave. let's have you betray the president. Right, like, couldn't they have just given him a good opportunity with. somewhere else? Yeah, or... yeah. Oh my gosh, when when he and Josh have that brief interaction where Josh is oh. waiting to see Leo, and yeah. he's like, you know, we, we could have used you out there. That interaction slayed me. Just like, yeah. ripped I my heart out and of my chest. he says, well, you did alright without me, or whatever he says. Which is hard and to it, read. It's it's hard to be I, like is it is that a compliment or is that just straight up like it that hurt me you know 
from Toby to Josh saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it is sort of like, I think it's Toby sort of being like, well, clearly you didn't need me because you never asked me to come out. Yeah. So (laughs) you did all right. I don't know. I know. That that interaction was tough. All of everything about this was tough. The only thing that wasn't tough was seeing sweet, sweet Greg Brock's face because he's still (laughs) so good looking and I still think they should have shipped CJ with him. Right? I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Especially because like Danny's gone. Danny's not here. Nobody's here. I think they are a great match. And we've Danny King Cannon. They just have chemistry. So once they saw their chemistry, they should have made something out of that. We haven't seen Danny Kincannon since I yeah. I feel like I was a year younger right now than the last time I saw <laughs> Danny Kincannon. I feel like they should have well, since we're doing spoilers, I think they should have made CJ end up with Greg Brock, honestly. I think as much as I love Danny, the inconsistency of it always bugged me that he was gone and then suddenly he was there. <laughs> and yeah. it's like this end all be all thing for him and CJ. Yeah, I, I agree. I think I agree. I think Greg Brock came in and they had great chemistry. And, like, where was Danny during this whole time? You know, I don't know. But but at the same time, that's a staple of the show. It's always inconsistent like that. Where have Charlie and Zoe been? Why have Charlie and Zoe been not hanging out? So, uh, (laughs) I don't know. Well. They're never good enough explanations. uh, That's okay. They do a lot of things well. Um, They can't, you know, they can't be perfect. So. Can't be perfect. It just wouldn't be fair to everybody else. Let's yeah. okay. The, so the remaining kind of uh, uh, I don't know topic here. That's the word is <laughs> what's going on in the Santos campaign and the yeah. whole will they won't they take the VP slot and drop out of the race before the DNC. So, um, first of all, let me say. Uh, I love Helen Santos, and I think she yes. is an excellent wife. Yes. And I, I couldn't, I just have nothing negative to say about her in any of her episodes. So I agree. I agree totally. Um, I love that she was just so on board immediately when Josh said, Okay, hey, they offered us this spot. And she's like, No, <laughs> just no. Straight, straight up, no. no. I was 100% um, on her side, too. Did you, would you remember watching this episode? If at any point you really thought he would take the VP nomination? No, I don't think I ever did. No. But I, I liked that they showed how tempting it was to him. Yeah. You know, because he yeah. kept he kept repeating it like, man, it's really hard to turn that down. Um, yeah, because it would have been a I mean, granted, they would still have to beat Vinick, but a joint ticket like that would have been a OK, you're going to be the vice president. Essentially right. is what they're saying. Um, they're trying to allude to like, if you join the ticket, we're going to win. It's hard to turn that down instead of an uncertain, if you don't do it, you might not get anywhere. Oh, right. I don't know. You got to swing for the fence. Um, also, there's an awkward scenario here as well where Josh walks in on Helen and and uh, Matt yeah. having a little playtime. Like, why wouldn't you lock yeah. the door? Why does everybody lock so devil may care about their intimate relations on this show? Right, and they know that there are like 20 people in the next room, so... Yeah! Just a simple lock. I don't... I don't, I don't know. Um, uh, other than that... I th- yeah, I thought it was funny that they made the joke about the, the VP position being the second 
uh, most powerful job in the world. Because then Helen or <laughs> yeah. Helen or somebody was like, "Wait, I thought we were talking about the vice presidency." Because yeah, I really yeah. don't. No, I don't really think the VP is the second most powerful job in the country. Do you? No. Mm-mm. If anything, I think whoever is second to the president is probably the most. You know, like I would consider Leo. When Leo was chief of staff, I would have considered him the most. Second I would too, man in the country, and that's he has the ear of the president. And that's something that it's so strange to me. And that's something I learned from watching this show. And I'm wondering, like, what? Yes, VP, they do some things, but they're also, I'm sure, you know, they're a figurehead and they help with Congress and all sorts of wrangling votes and things like that. But not being able to elect the chief of staff, like, that's a huge yeah. wild card for the yeah. American public. So. Right. Anyway, I just thought that was an interesting point. Yeah. No, I agree. And they've made a point of that on the show before about the the sort of lack of power for the VP. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's um, not thing to write home about. I mean, it's still the vice presidency. Here's, yeah, it's still, like, if he gets shot, like, you're a really, you're a really powerful bench warmer. Um, yeah. They're, they're not a bench warmer, but you know what I'm saying. Um, yes. When the coach puts you in the game, it is game time. Speaking of analogies that made me feel awkward, um, the whole (laughs) head of the DNC talking to Bartlett about how the Democrats just, like, can't get their crap together, and the fact he kept calling, referring to himself as the nanny, and he's like, we need daddy to step in. What? (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny, because right before that, Bartlett says, I feel like we're taking this analogy too far, and then... Like you know, he's and about he keeps to say going something about daddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was it was weird. Other funny. This is backtracking a little bit, but we were talking about um, them, Miss Santos in the in the hotel room talking about being VP, and she says, uh, "You won't even be able to get elected dog catcher." And he's like, yeah. "Nobody runs for dog catcher." And she's like, "My dad ran for dog catcher." And he's what like, does really? that even mean? He's like, no, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know. But I love her. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was so funny. Um, yeah. Let's see. There was okay. Let's let's pivot and talk about Josh and Donna because it it okay. We have a scene with them. We have a couple scenes with them. Yeah. In yeah. this interaction, first of all, Donna, seriously, why are you still on the Russell team? I can't stand it. Yeah. You need to leave. Second of all, now. I mean, I get that. It's very close to the convention. <laughs> but on principle, it still makes me angry. Um, but I That's loved it. the scene at the hotel bar where Josh and Donna discuss whether or not she thinks it's a good idea for Santos yeah. to be on the bill. And then they start talking about how maybe it's not a great idea. Maybe he will overshadow Russell and too much power at the bottom of the ticket um right and when he says how'd you get so smart about this oh come on come on with it josh lyman come on and then the way she serves it back up to him and she said that she had a, a good teacher and then says it was will i mean yeah well done donna moss you yeah just, that was pretty great it's been so long since we've had anything good like that it was like when the desert missed the rain that's how i felt Josh and Donna. <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty great. Donna's always been smart, Josh. <sighs> <sighs> but I loved just seeing him impressed by her, you know? Yeah, yeah. Which he should have been for forever. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm I'm with you on that. 
Um, Although he was, I I might have just started watching again. Well, not just. I was just watching because I just got to um, In the Shadow of Two Gunmen when we flash back to the meeting, and he was pretty much immediately impressed. So, oh, I love them. <laughs> yes, I know. I can't wait yeah. for season seven. I can't wait for yeah. it. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be so fun. Um, yeah, I did like the scene with Leo and the the, the well Josh and. Not Josh, Will Bailey. Josh and other... Never mind. It's hard to keep their, their real names and their character names separate. <laughs> I always want to say Josh and Josh because I think of him I as Josh Molina. I do that all the time. Call Josh Molina. Call Will Bailey Josh because of yeah. Josh Molina. Yeah. <laughs> Such good friends. Um, yeah. I thought it was a really funny scene where Leo has to keep them in line. And there, there's yes. all this infighting. He's like, maybe you guys prefer a Republican. And... I thought it was strange because Leo sits down, like he's got a, a long list of business for them to, to discuss, and he hands out the papers, they like decide who they want the chairperson to be or who they don't want it to be, and then Leo stands up like he's going to leave, like, well, we did something. And it's like, did you just, yeah? was that just one thing you wanted to accomplish here? This could have been an email. <laughs> Another meeting yeah. that could have been an email. So, anyway, yeah. I, I was, thought that was, was strange. Yeah, it was strange. Um, but it was um it was just so fun to watch them all bicker, especially Josh. Because it's like you, there are times when you expect Josh to be better and then you remember sometimes he's not. Sometimes yeah. he's bicker with the best of them. Yes. Yeah. Um I also liked okay, so we've got this offer on the table. Is Santos gonna take it? And then they realize that Russell also has been talking to Baker about it, about the VP yeah. spot. And if Baker were to take it, it would flip Pennsylvania, which would be very bad for Santos in general. Yeah. So now they have to go and make it seem like he's going to say yes, make it seem like Santos will say yes. So that way things don't go awry at the nominating convention. Um, and I just loved when Josh Lyman, being the super awkward person that he is, um, kept saying he was so excited and Donna's there and all the Russell team is there. And he's like, remember, three feet on the floor at all times. Like, <laughs> like an awkward so college awkward. joke. Right? <laughs> and then he just looks at Donna and says, don't. Because um, he knows he's super awkward. But it was delightful. Super. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah, it was awkward. It, which, but it was just so Josh. What did you think of the meeting and and thereafter? Um, what did I think of the meeting? Yeah, I like anytime Santos like. I don't know the word for it. Not stands up for himself, but I like anytime he sort of stands taller than other people think he's going to and he takes a mm -hmm. stand on things and mm -hmm. so i liked it in that sense i like you know at the beginning he's like we're gonna flip a coin and then mm -hmm. he just sort of gets to the point and i like it of course because i don't like bingo bob so i'm like mm -hmm. you know the whole time just yeah. rooting for santos yeah when when so bingo i thought bob, it was great in that sense <laughs> and when bingo bob's like i'm sure there's something that i can learn from you and we're like duh and then he said, and I'm sure there are things that you can learn from me. And I think that's the moment where he's like, okay, no, I'm not, I'm not playing this game. I'm not going to be his, his VP. And I just loved yeah. the elevator scene with Santos and Josh, where Josh says that he's proud of him. Because I think we all yeah. are. 
I love the sh- I love the show and I love all the characters and I love everything except for the Toby storyline. The end. I love the elevator scene and I love afterwards when when Josh has to stand up to Leo and be like, "I'm not doing it. I'm not. Oh. I'm not gonna get him to say yes or whatever." You know, I just oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, I. Yes, they got the intense close-ups, and they are going toe-to-toe like you've never yeah. seen them go toe-to-toe before, and Josh does not yeah. back down. We nope. should play an audio clip. It. Yes. Santos turned Russell down. Okay. Okay? Okay, so now you get him to one turn it down. doesn't work like that. No, it does. I told him to find a way to say yes. You find it for him. You're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. Matthew Santos has had a terrific ride, improbable, impressive, and over. This is the return to reality. He's Russell's vice president. It's not gonna happen. You are gonna do this for us, for the president, for your party. I'm not, because I don't agree with it. I told him to say yes, and I was wrong. He's twice the man Russell is on his best day. Ten times, and Russell doesn't have that many best days. Uh, yeah, I mean, what what's not to like, really? I, the only thing that's left that, I mean, I like the way that they held up Vinick as being so strong that it elevated yeah. the stakes for this convention because as much as we want santos to win even if santos gets a nomination they're they're framing vinick as such a strong uh opponent that like it doesn't even we're not even in the clear like him because of his little speech about bartlett that was so good Mm -hmm. when he gets up to speak at the republican convention he does the exact opposite of what everybody else did and just Mm -hmm. praises bartlett and how well, he has handled himself. In so smart. Oh. People that freaking write this show. I don't know how they do it. <laughs> and I yeah. love their, I love the vocabulary. I love, there was a scene that had yeah. like the word blithe and abhor and all sorts of like wonderful words all in the same scene. And these are all words I have not heard from the president of the United States ever. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just really appreciated the language on the show as I always do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just seeing Bartlett watch Vinick's speech, actually seeing all of them oh, watch yeah. Vinick's speech, you can just feel the gravity of it. Like, oh man, yep. this is serious business. How are we going to do yeah. this? Right. Without, yeah. Right. Ooh. Good. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else? Um, I don't think so. Oh, the only other thing was the guys my age line from josh that i liked <laughs> the bob dylan thing <laughs> yeah She's when like, guys like you guys your age have a thing for dylan and josh is like guys my age what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> what age? like yeah. you think i'm a certain age yeah i thought that was good uh, that's it yeah <laughs> that and One little there, josh was, moment. there was a funny exchange with leo and bartlett when they're in the oval and he he was asking how he was doing, and Bartlett's like vexed, riled, irked, ticked, honked, <laughs> pissed, and I'm like, who says honked? Yeah. That's weird. Um, yeah. Okay, so MVP. Oh, who man. is it? Um, who is it? Not the person who wrote the NASA storyline. I'll tell you that much. Nope. Uh, 
Uh, maybe I'm going to say Santos for sticking to his guns and not being the VP. <laughs> okay. That's it. Um, it I feel like it would have been kind of an easy, not an easy out, but I feel like it would have been an easy thing to do. So I also am not picking anybody else. So. Um, yeah, I would be your CJ. So. Well, I, that's the thing is I don't I don't think I don't think Toby wins this episode. He wins it at right. life. CJ also doesn't that's the thing win this is episode. It's hard to me. think of anybody else that wins it. So yeah, I guess by the well, I feel like Josh was pretty. I'm gonna give it to Josh because I think he had a lot of awkward one liners that added a fun comedic element to this. If not, yeah. I think Bartlett also added. Oh, I mean, that's so dumb. Bartlett added a lot to this episode, but I'll say Josh. Um, that's, that's good. We picked a good team. Yeah, all stars. I can't believe we like next week is our season finale of oh, season six. I'm gonna have a mental that's breakdown. Insane. Gonna have a mental breakdown. Absolutely. Um, if you guys have thoughts or feelings on this episode or just West Wing things in general, you can email us at thewestwingpodcast@gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Pod. And we're on Patreon, Patreon, I don't know, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com <laughs> slash pod. And we've only got a couple months left, so if you sign up to be a yeah. $4 a month person, just one episode a week, it'll cost you all of, you know, $20, I don't know. Um, okay, but if not, yeah. we will talk to you guys next week for the season finale. Lots, lots and lots of votes. Um, yeah. cool. Have a good day, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>